right. Hey, everybody. We'd like to welcome you guys to Morning Mimosas. Today, we are sitting down with That Chapter 30 podcast, and we are so excited to be speaking with these ladies. These two women are just gorgeous, if I may uh, hype them up a little bit, okay? Well, thank you. Thank You're very you. welcome. Do you guys want to go ahead and um, introduce yourselves? Sure. So we are the Chapter 30 podcast. Um, hosted by myself, Queen T, and my co-host, Miss K. Um, we've been doing this, I guess, on and off for the past three years now. Mm -hmm. um, and so we basically talk about just our experiences. Um, we both came to the realization that after we hit 30, life just changed for us. Um, so we just decided to document that and just talk about our life experiences, hoping that, you know, somebody can learn from it or... Um, whatever the case may be. We just really enjoy it. So yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> All right. Um, may, may I get the other goddess to speak as well? On of course. So I'm Miss Kay, second half of the Chapter 30 podcast. And it's just been a great journey. Um, it just naturally came from our friendship. We've been friends for like over 10 years and just had a lot of great conversations and experiences together. And it was just like, you know what? We should make a podcast because this is good stuff. <laughs> so here we are. All right, you guys heard it here. This is how they got started. So I'm gonna be asking you guys just, you know, a couple questions. You know, we just having a friendly chat with amongst women. So um, what is the basis of you guys' podcast? What do you like? What subjects, what topics do you guys specifically talk about? Do you guys talk about everything? We talk think, about it all. <laughs> yeah, we dabble, we dabble in a lot. Um, I think our audience really loves when we talk about relationships and dating. Mm -hmm. Um, but really it's just whatever comes to our mind. Um, we might talk about current events here and there. Um, like I said, our own experiences. We do, are starting to do story times now. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a little bit of everything. Definitely. Okay. Ms. DeBoer, did you want to go ahead and ask them um, a question about their podcast? Yes. Um, so you said that you guys speak about dating. Um, when you guys talk about dating, is it like within the Black community or is it kind of like generalized? So we go ahead, Miss Kay. Uh, we talk about it from our experience. Our listeners, they always chime in with their "We Are Here's," which is a segment where they kind of email in or DM just dating stories, whether good or bad. Um, but we talk about dating across the board. Um, you know, we're Black women, so it does kind of center around that, like our experience. But we're open to talk about it in different areas and aspects. Agreed. Okay. Um, I guess my next question is like, what about the people that like, you know, what if they don't do dating? What if they're like married? Like, do you guys kind of like touch on those topics as well? We do. Um, we, dating is just one topic. We talk about healing, dating, uh, work, anxiety, mental health, physical health. Like, we talk about everything that goes on in this chapter of our life. We're in our 30s. We're living. We're thriving. We talk about the highs, the lows. So we definitely um, 
we'll talk about marriage. I haven't been married and Queen T hasn't been married. So we can't come from that perspective of like experience. But if we have a viewer who's on that has been married, they definitely give us, you know, their experience. But we're open to it all. Okay, that's amazing. Um, so like, how how long have you guys been doing this podcast? Like, has it been like a while, like a couple of years? Um, and what like made you guys want to do the podcast to inspire, you know, your people? Um, I believe Miss K, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we started in 2019, going into 2020. Yes, she'll be yeah. four years old this year. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like Miss Kay said earlier, what inspired us to do it was our friendship. So it was solely based on the foundation of our friendship. Um, we met first year of college. Um, we've had some very, very interesting conversations along the way between just the two of us. Um, and we've always said, as as we're conversing, we've always said if there was a fly on the wall, like they would just go crazy listening to our conversations. Um, and we're open, we're open with one another. We're very open about this, the things that we discuss and what we talk about. And so 2019, I believe it just like podcast just came to mm -hmm. us. Um, and we've always been talking about like just doing something creative together, like maybe writing a book. Um, yes. we're just both just two creatives. Um, really yeah. And so when uh -huh. podcasting came along, we were like, Oh, Okay, that's our name. Perfect for that. Like, yeah, it was no <laughs> that's four. the fly in the wall that we've been talking about for the past few years. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's how it came about. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. And we're definitely grateful to have you guys on with us this morning or this afternoon, technically speaking. Yeah, thank you for having us. Definitely. We're so happy to be here. All right, ladies. I, I appreciate you guys' insight. So um, if I can get a little bit deeper with you guys for a second um, and get you guys' uh -oh. opinion on a current event, if you okay. guys are comfortable with it. Okay. So as you guys know, um, Tyree Nichols was brutally murdered by five Black police officers. I have to emphasize that because I'm really surprised that our race still does that to each other. But um, we. So I just wanted to get you guys' opinion on why do you guys think that the officers um, got arrested quicker than this situation with the white officer and George Floyd? I honestly am not well-versed enough on what's going on to feel comfortable enough to have an opinion. So I don't even, I'm not even going to touch it. And I have to be honest, don't take this as our, us being ignorant, but I have to be honest, I've seen it on social media, but it was to the point where I couldn't even really look into it. And I even read a post that said, like, if you can't watch that video or if you don't have to watch it, don't. Because I do feel like I'm at a point now where it's just so traumatizing. Like, it's just, I'm not desensitized, but I'm just so, like, it just sends me to a dark place. I, I pray for his family. I will continue to pray for them. But again, I haven't really looked into it. So I do apologize about that. No, it's okay. I, I appreciate you guys' honesty. I'm kind of the same way. Um, I did not watch the video. I just, I'm just really, really upset that this nonsense just keeps happening over and over and over. Um, I know. Like, and it's heartbreaking. It's I mean, it's 2023. When are when are people going to realize that, you know, just because you wear a badge, that don't mean that you that you're bigger than somebody else. But I just want to get y'all's opinion on that because I was ranting about it yesterday. But 
Um, back to you guys' podcast. You guys have um, anything interesting going on as far as you guys' podcast? Maybe any in-person events in your town that you guys want to maybe share with us or... So the interesting thing about us is that we do not live anywhere near each other. Um, uh, so Kay's up north, I'm down south, um, but we make it work. Okay. okay. Um, yes, but we, so we actually just revamped the podcast. Um, and so we're, we're introducing some new things to um, our audience, which we call the streets. Um, so we just introduced, we're going really hard on our YouTube channel right now. Um, we do, we just introduced a Patreon to them and we have some stuff coming up in the works. So we're going to introduce some more live, um, interaction and, um, yeah, yeah. So not, no events coming up anytime soon. Um, me and Miss K actually have to try to get in the same space at the same time first. Um, but, um, technologically we got some stuff coming down the pipeline. Definitely. Okay. Okay. So I was going to ask, since you mentioned that, how do you guys make it work living in two different states? Well, we also use Anchor, which is a great app, um, whether you start on there, whether you stay on there. But as of right now, that is what we do use. So it's really as simple as us having a phone call. Like we press record and we just go from there. Um, so that works for us. We also... I would say we have a great foundation. Like, again, we went to college together. You know, we have been in the same state, same room, like, as each other. So that foundation really set the tone for us to be able to do something like this miles and miles apart and it, you know, um, be so genuine and so connected. Some people are like, wait, you guys aren't in the same room? What? And it's like, no, not at all. We don't even do video. Like, we legit just, it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Ms. DeVore, did you want to go ahead and ask them um, a question? Because I was going to ask about how you guys do um, do things as women, because you guys know how women are sometimes. You know, sometimes we're very catty and very argumentative. And I just like that you two are uh, doing something positive. What do you guys want to say to um, women to empower them so we're not all just, you know, doing the hateration on each other? We maybe bring some positivity, you know back into womanhood. I just want y'all's opinion on that. Yeah, we're we're definitely not catty at all. Like not with each other, not with other women. Um I love her. She's my sister. Like so you know podcasts are no podcasts. I'm always rooting for her and vice versa. So there's really no room for that. Um we have great communication. We're open. We talk about everything um on and off the pod. And as far as other women, we love having other women come into um, our space on our show and rooting for them and what they have going on, like rooting for you guys too. Um, so it's just, I don't know, we're really positive. We want to see everybody win. What would you say, Quincy? Um, first of all, that's a great question. Um, I think that there is room for everybody, like everybody can eat. And I think once you get out of that mentality of, um, it being a competition, then it just makes life that much easier. And I think we've, as we grow, we start learning that. And especially the world that we live in with this, you know, the internet sensation, like there's there's so much out there to, to get and to attain that we shouldn't be in that mentality. But 
Um, I think just what we're doing in and of itself is promoting the idea that women can work together, that Black women can work together and do something that's bigger than themselves. Um, and so I hope that we're promoting that just with our podcast, that like, even though we're friends, it's not like we just met each other through, you know, podcasting. Um, but you can have a friend, you can work together, you can have a business together, it can work. There doesn't need to be competition. Um, and I think one thing that works well at me and Ms. K, we play on each other's strengths. Um, and so where she's strong, you know, there's an area of opportunity for me and vice versa. And so we just work on that and we build on that. And we, like she said, we root for each other. We root for other women. We support other women, um, Black women especially. And um, yeah, so we just want to show that through our podcast that it's possible and there doesn't need to be that mentality of, of competition between women. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Um, definitely appreciate your guys' feedback. And I think it's really interesting to hear you say, like, you know, because we don't hear that, I feel like, enough in the Black community, like, sisters saying, like, you know, hey, like, um, I'm going to support you and I'm going to root for you. Um, Absolutely. Because I feel like nowadays we all have like this crab in the bucket mentality and kind of like the, oh, well, you support me and I'm not going to support you. Like it, we don't have that um, mentality that like our mothers used to have back in the day of like, hey, like, you know, I got you. You got me. Like my grandmother used to say, like, a respect is two way street. It always is a two way road in a relationship, whether that be a sisterhood, friendship, or not a sisterhood, but, you know, like, with your sisters, and, like, you know, building with other people, friendships, relationships, um, anything, like, you should know that it takes two in order to grow and to build, um, so I guess my question for you guys, like, listening to you guys say, like, well, we do build, and we do conversate with one another, we do communicate, um, Miss T and Miss K would be like, you know, what does sister in unity mean to you guys? Like, and what does it look like when you guys do hold each other accountable in situations like your sister coming to you and saying like, oh, I did this wrong in this situation? You want me to answer that one, Miss K? Yes. I think what helps for us the most, and I'm, I'm sorry to be repetitive, but I think what helps the most is that we've had a friendship um, before doing the podcast. So we we know each other very, very well, but we're also very transparent with one another. Mm. Um, and so I know that if I say something to Miss K, especially if it's something that's going to help the podcast or if it's something that she needs to work on or vice versa. If she's telling me something that I need to work on, we know that it's for the better. Like we know that we're not, we're not taking it personally. Mm -hmm. um, or even if it's something that we need to grow on personally, that's still taking it personally, but we're not taking it in a bad way. Right. Um, and so it's just, you have to know the person that you're working with. You have to know, you have to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we do that very well with one another. We're just, again, very transparent and we're not shy to say, okay, you know, this is what I'm feeling about this episode. Like, I want to mm -hmm. cut that out. I don't like yes. that. That um, happens a lot. <laughs> not a lot, but enough. Like It happens. <laughs> um, and you just have to be open. And I think that comes with growth. That comes with maturity and with knowing who you're working with, um, if that answers your question. Um. Yeah, no, most definitely. I definitely agree. 
um, with what you're saying. Maybe I should have been like a little bit more specific. Like, mm-hmm. um, I guess what I'm saying is like, or what I'm asking really is like, um, holding your sister accountable, like as in like detail wise, like, okay, I mm-hmm. hold my sister accountable in this way. Um, like for example, it would be like, okay, I talked to my sister today and she told me she yelled at her husband and me holding her accountable as a, another woman that she confides in and saying, Hey, did you have a peaceful conversation with him? Mm-hmm. Instead of just yelling yeah. at him instead of understanding like where he's coming from. So I guess that's kind of like what I was asking more so in a death conversation. Yeah, in our friendship, we definitely can hold each other accountable. Like mm-hmm. we we can come to each other about anything and it's like, am I wrong here? Or what should I have done here? What can I do better? Like we're both all about growing. So we're not gonna pacify each other. We're super respectful. Um, two different personalities, two different women, both grown, but both love each other enough to want to see each other win on every level. So We'll be like, eh, maybe you should have did it this way. Maybe you should have did that. Like, you know, like she's grown, I'm grown, so we respect that. But at the same time, like we're all about elevating and growing again on every level. So that comes with accountability, whether it's self or from others. Mm-hmm. And I also think that kind of ties in what I was saying to before about like knowing who, whatever the relationship is, whether it's platonic, whatever relationship knowing the person is important because like I've had certain friendships where I've tried to hold the person accountable for something Mm -hmm. and it's like going in one ear without the other. So like, that's just speaking honestly, that's a waste of time for me. Everybody Um, don't want to be held accountable. Everybody don't want to be held accountable. (laughs) (laughs) And so for certain people, it's like, okay, that's, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to cut them out to your life, but you know, that's a certain aspect that you don't want to spend your time Mm -hmm. doing. Um, Whereas with the two of us, we know that that's not an issue. Like if I come to her and I'm saying something and she knows that it's wild, she's like, T, like <laughs> you might want to come. But yeah, we just, it's, it comes with comfortability. It comes with like, we've been friends for over 15 years. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's just, we, we feel, we have that comfortability with, with one another and that transparency. Everybody is not the same. Right. right. No, most definitely. I agree. Um, so I guess like going into a different aspect, how do you hold a woman that you don't know accountable? Like if you see her maybe like doing something wrong in public and you may not know that person, do you just like let it ride or you just be like, oh, whatever, that's not my business, you know, whatever she got going on. Or do you be like, hey, that's not right. Like, for example, if someone like shoved an elderly person or something in public you just let it ride or you just be like hey like you know there's a better approach you could take with that I'm just trying to help you like how do you hold women accountable how do you feel like women should be held accountable today Mm. for for me personally I'm a very protective person um like I'm I'm the type of person that just roots for the underdog so I don't like seeing I don't like seeing bullying. I don't like seeing certain things like that. So me personally, like I'll, I will say something if something, if I'm seeing something that I feel is unethical or out of character, um, I definitely wouldn't have a problem approaching somebody and be like, okay, maybe we should. And that's my job as well. Something I do as, as in my field of work is I'm doing a lot of coaching and training. Um, so I just don't, I feel comfortable enough to be like, Hey, this is, you know, we should probably do it this way but it's also situation-based. 
one thing I'm not going to touch is somebody that's in a relationship. So relationships is something I don't really touch too much um, because you just don't know. <laughs> you could say something a thousand times and they'll go back to the person or whatever the issue is. Um, so that's one thing where I'm kind of like, mm, I'm going to just let that person do whatever they do. But if it's a situation, situation like what you said, like somebody's pushing somebody elderly, right? Um, that's really, that's egregious. And that's something I'm, I'm definitely going to step in and, and yeah, hold that person accountable. What about you, Ms. K? I would say definitely as far as with the elderly person. And I also will add on um, that it's sad, but in today's world, when you try to help people, it can sometimes, most times backfiring, sadly, like whether that's dangerously or, you know, just, I don't know, it can escalate. So definitely going to help an elderly person, a child, you know, a person, you know, that may be disabled, definitely, because I'm moving for the underdog as well. Um, if I see, like, I'm trying to see, there are some situations where I'm be like, I'm trying to see what's going on, but I'm mind my business. Like, if it's not too crazy, but maybe she's doing something that I don't necessarily agree with, I'm not going to say that I'm going to step in and check her. Like, I might just be like, what? Like, what is going on here? Like, in, I'm not going to sit there and record her or egg it on, but I'm not going to say that I'll step in every situation that I don't agree with. That's just me, but I definitely see where you're coming from with that question. Yeah, no, I definitely agree, like, um, to what you guys are saying. Like, if you don't know nothing about relationships, why would you step into a relationship conflict or if you don't know nothing about this situation, you you would observe the matter before you just jump in and be like, yeah, or exactly. somebody close to you that's different. You're like, okay, I might be able to tell this person that I know a little bit more closer versus like a stranger on the street. Like, um, that's not right what you're doing. But um, so like add to that, um, I guess my next question is like, how do y'all feel um, staying on the topic of accountability and like, you know, us holding one another accountable and empowering black women? Like, um, how do y'all feel about paternity fraud and how do y'all feel like um, about women, black women in the community that put good black men down and good men that do take care of their fathers? Like, for example, have y'all seen that video? Um of the mom and what she did was she told um the black man she told him that he brought some food for his one child oh, and all the yeah. other children that were not his oh, do you God. feel like he was wrong for that because technically speaking like that's not his, his child. child he did bring that's yeah that's a that's a that's a that's a tough one for real Ooh-wee. yeah what do you think about that um holly you guys want me to speak on that? Yes, girl. Okay. <laughs> Get ready. Um, so I feel like if a man is taking care of his child, the child that belongs to him, I don't really see what the issue is. My whole thing is if you know that your baby mom has other children, don't leave those children out because those children are innocent. You feel me? Like that's kind of where I feel about that. But if a man is taking care of his child specifically, I don't see why that woman got mad. The only issue I have with that is you got to think about the other kids too, because the other kids may feel left out or something like that. But that's just my opinion. As far as paternity fraud, you got the boy, you know how I feel about paternity fraud. Um, I know. I mean, what's paternity fraud? Is that people? Yeah. What's the definition of that? So paternity fraud is when a woman um, puts a man um, on child support and she doesn't know that he's the father for sure. Oh, but do they uh, make you take a paternity test like when you do that or no? Yeah, so some people um 
some people take paternity tests, but some, you know, some men end up, you know, not going to do the test and they end up becoming the father by default. Mm. And I think the father by default issue is the issue that I have. Um, I feel like a man shouldn't, of course, I feel like a man should be in trouble if he, um, if he fails to appear. Right. But mm. I don't think a man should be deemed the father until a DNA test is conducted. You feel yeah. me? Like, you know, I'm not, you know, not judging women, you know, some women, you know, have their past and you can't judge them for that. We don't know what that woman went through, but I feel like as a woman, going back to holding a woman accountable, should be like, hey, I slept with John, Jacob, Jingle, Hyman, and Schmidt. You feel me? Like bring all them dudes to the to the courthouse to get tested. You feel me? Like at least we'll know, like, hey, like, look, she has a past, but at least she's trying to get the answers for her child. I saw something a while ago and it said like um paternity test should be just something that's done with every birth. And as invasive as that might be, that might actually be a solution for some. I mean, some women are like, oh, hell no, I know who my child's dad is. But I do feel like men deserve to know as well. So I guess if, I don't know, if it's done just as like a standard test, just to kind of, you know, you guys are both the parents. I don't know. I guess it could be done in a way that could suit both people. But yeah, I, I think men deserve to know as well. Like for sure, for sure. Yeah, most definitely. I agree. And I think the thing that's sad within our community today is because a lot of us don't hold ourselves accountable and we're like, oh, I'm sleeping with this person, this person, that person, you know, on both spectrums. Um, is that it's like it's hard when you're looking for your baby's father and stuff, you're like, Well, I don't know who he is. And I think that's the part that is hard with the paternity fraud is because it's like, that's not the way that it was in the seventies. Cause if you go back and you look in time, like a lot of these women, like, you know, even Martin Luther King's wife, the black Panthers, like we go back in our history and I'm like, those women stood beside their men. And nowadays we have our women that don't stand beside their men. We have our women that put our black men down more than they sit here and they say like, oh, okay, you know, I'm gonna stand beside you. I'm here for you. Um, I'm not gonna go sleep around and I'm not gonna worry about who my, the father of my child is, you know, cause statistically like we're looked at as a disgrace when we have baby fathers, baby mothers, like what happened to, what happened to marriage? Cause quite frankly, um, I'm sorry, like put that out there, but from my opinion, like God said marriage was honorable. So, you know, like what happened to that aspect of like morals that we had seeing our grandparents like 70 years down the road, like married and happy. So if I can actually um, speak on that, uh, Queen T and Miss K and Miss Deborah. Um, so marriage is um, marriage isn't like how it used to be. You, OK, let's just be honest there. Marriage is not like how it used to be. Our grandmas and grandpas, they did something right back in those times. Marriage is not like what it used to be. Marriage is a complete joke nowadays. And I believe in being married because I'm I'm married. You know, I have an estranged husband, but I'm married. You know what I'm saying? And, so, you know, marriage isn't isn't for everybody either. You know what I'm saying? Like I get I get really, really upset when people. um say that, oh, why? Okay, I'm going to use Big Sean and Janae Aiko for an example. They're a beautiful couple, and they just welcome the son. They're not married. They've been together almost seven years. 
who's to say that marriage and that legal document is not going to come and tear, you know, destroy that the foundation that they built when they were dating, you know, now building their family. But I you know, Ms. DeBoer, I do, I definitely agree with you. Marriage is important, but you know, in, especially in this country, what's the marriage, uh, what's the marriage rate? What's the divorce rate? 50%. That's a lot. So it's, it's, it's just hard. Like it's just, things are just not how they used to be, you know? So I think it's difficult to compare the the life that we live now um, to previous lives, I guess. Because um, if you think about it, years ago, a lot of women were with men out of necessity. They had to be there. Um, you know, there weren't the, the laws that have been passed since then. You know, women couldn't vote, women couldn't work. Um, so it's not to say that they wanted to be in those marriages. They they had to be in those marriages because how else would they get money? How else would they be provided for? This, there's things that are happening today that were happening then, right? So men were having relationships out of their marriage. They were having kids out of their marriage. Do you, do you hear the stories about how they had a whole other family yeah. across town? Um, but there wasn't the internet. There wasn't social media. So the wife wouldn't even know, but there was a whole family across town. Whereas now, whereas now everything is on blast. Like, you know, every little thing. So um, it's easy. It's easy for us to look at the lives that we're living now and saying and say that previous lives were better. Um, but it's just a, it's different. You know what I mean? Um, and we've been fighting so hard. And I strongly, strongly, strongly not saying that I don't believe in holding women accountable. Like, that's actually a conversation we just had on one of our previous episodes. Um, it's hard for women though, sometimes, because if you do, you get called a pick me, right? So you say, oh, women are like this, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, okay, well, you get called a pick me. Um, but there's a lot of things like one of the episodes that we, we talked about where we were holding women accountable was dating. Dating was a thing. And we're saying, you know, why, why are men like this? Why are men like this? And there's a lot of women who are accepting certain behaviors. Um, and because they're accepting certain behaviors, it's, allowing men to feel like they can get away with certain things. Um, but yeah, going back to my original point, we're, we're living in a, diff in a different time. So um, I think we kind of got away from, like Mr. Bora was saying, we're getting away from our morals and what marriage really means. And I agree with Holly as well. Like marriage is not for everybody. And finding that balance between everybody, I think is what's causing this, this chaos um, of just things being different. And we are learning how to how to deal in this new society. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. I think like nowadays, though, it's just I guess in my point of view, like it, it's sad because I could say that from that aspect, maybe not a marriage standpoint, but from an aspect of putting a black man down. I can definitely speak from that aspect. Like if I'm encouraging you, I actually wrote a poem on that. It's called Dear King is like, you know, putting a black man down and saying like, oh, it's OK for me to allow you to be in that gang lifestyle or it's OK. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to just remove you out of the way. Like my brother is currently in prison right now. Um, and I'm like, I'm encouraging him to read the Bible. I'm encouraging him to open it himself. Like I'm not going to push my beliefs on him. But at the end of the day, I encourage you to find yourself in your healing because I'm like, 
black men need that. You know how many black men have grew up in households where there's women that sat there and put them down and said, like, you ain't shit. You ain't never finna be mm-hmm. shit. Like, you know, and and then you these women that they get with are mad. Like, you ain't no man. You ain't no damn man. Like, well, sis, he's not a man because he wasn't taught by a man. He was taught by a bitter-ass woman that's mm-hmm. looking at him like that's his father when, quite frankly, um, that child had nothing to do with whatever the father's mistake was. Like, that has nothing to do with that child. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nowadays, we're the statistic of the bitter black woman versus the I'm going to uplift the next black man. And, you know, I believe personally, that's why a lot of black men are choosing these interracial marriages because mm-hmm. we're pushing them towards them women. When we saw, say, oh, you ain't nothing but a bitch ass nigga. You ain't nothing but this. Like, you know, like we're pushing them that way. When we talk to them like that, don't no man want to come home to no nagging woman. Mm-hmm. He would rather a woman of peace. But Can do you th- think that's the? Do you think that's the majority though? I would say nowadays in the, in the site that we live in today, a lot of women are like that. They're like, I'm independent. I don't need no man. I'm good without you. And a lot of them are either in a relationship or married, and that makes that man feel like. Well, if you don't need me, then why the hell am I here? Mm-hmm. You know, like, because if he's paying all the bills in the household and you looking at him like, um, like you say, okay, those women back then, like their men were paying all the bills and like, okay, then you, you sitting up here and you nagging him and mad at him for, for what? Like, and he's coming home and all he asked you was for a plate of food like rub his feet and he had a long day like that's supposed to, I believe your house even as a single woman that is supposed to be your sacred place like no spirits no nothing should be entering in your home because at the end of the day that should be a place of peace there shouldn't be no nagging you talking to your girlfriends on the phone like girl let me tell you what this person did today I don't want to hear none of that when my mother calls me with that when my sisters call me with that I'll be like this is my sacred space you could shut that down. Mm-hmm. It's okay to vent, but it's not okay to be up here just gossiping. That's what we do. I've seen in the black community and have actually experienced, and I can say from a perspective of I've done it. I used to be that woman, right? I'm I'm about to do this, and I don't care what nobody got to say, and it's negative. That doesn't build communities. That doesn't build unity. That breaks down. Mm-hmm. I think I may be jaded because... I just don't, I don't have any friends around me that have that mentality, right? So like, it's not something that I feel, in my opinion, it's a narrative that's being pushed. Um, Not to say that that's, there's not women out there, but I strongly believe that that's not the majority. I feel like, but again, could be jaded. Like, I'm just thinking about my friendships, the conversations that I have, and I'm not hearing people are like, oh, you know, F men, like, you know. That maybe years ago, like you were saying, you had that mentality years ago. Yeah, but right now, like, I believe women are changing and progressing and growing. Um, and yeah, they want their own lifestyle, but they do want a man, a black man to to, to be a part of that as well. Um, but again, I, I may just be jaded because I, I don't see that. I don't see that in my personal life. I see, yeah, I see it on social media, but those are narratives. You know what I mean? You. Mm-hmm things that are there's agendas that are being pushed on social media mm-hmm. um and so certain things have heavier weight because we we feel like 
I don't want to get too deep. Never mind. But um, <laughs> there's no, no, by all means. Like, for example, um, Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, right? Like that was something that was being talked about for two years about a celebrities, one celebrity possibly getting shot in the foot. But there's real, like, there's real, real stuff going on right now. There's like, I don't know if you heard this story about Madonna, but you know, supposedly her adopted kids are being sex trafficked. Um, so it's like, I feel like certain things that are being pushed to us, we feel like that's a, it's a heavy topic, um, or we feel like that's something that's that's mainstream. But it's not really what's what's going on. It's like there's really. So we could say that there's this this black. We know that we're not angry black women. We're not. We know that we're not part of that um, that demographic. But if that's all you're seeing on social media, if that's all that's being pushed to you, you think that it's a bigger problem than it than it is. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Um. So I guess my last question is like, how do you? So if you feel like that's not the case or that's not the narrative that's really being pushed or that's just a narrative that's being pushed but that's not what's really going on now in the community um what so you think that like the situation for example like you said Tory Lanez and like um uh Megan Thee Stallion that situation you feel like Krishan Rock and like Blueface is like the same like that's just like publicity like people are just doing that um, like you know, just for like clout or like you know. Um, in that specific example, I think those are two people that are dealing with issues that are not healed. They're not doing the work to heal themselves, and they're capitalizing on that. I do think there's a part of it that is being pushed. Like they're about to have a, if not already, they have a TV show, um, because they know people are watching. They know people are tuning in. Um, instead of people saying, "Hey, you." you know, you get crazy when you drink Hennessy's, let's probably get you in the AA. They're saying, here, let me put another camera in your face. Um, so yeah, I do think it's a narrative that's being pushed, but I also think that they are not well. I think that they need help. Um, but because they're getting paid for not being well, they continue to do it. Mm, I definitely agree. I think the biggest thing that I could say I see a lot between people is like a trauma bond. Because um, I personally yes. with with mm -hmm. a lot of people like that are still healing and it's like they're like I got in this relationship with this person and then you're like why are you trying to bonding with this person this person gaslighting you like Absolutely. they just gassing you up just going like yeah. you know like and I do believe like you said like it is it's sad because it's like you know we gotta learn how to heal ourselves and find the root of the problem versus like I'm going to just jump in this relationship because then mm -hmm. that's how stuff gets started. Yeah. Yes. We talk about that a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what is like, if you could, if you could give somebody like younger than you, like an advice, what on not trauma bonding, staying on that point, like what is something you would tell them in that aspect from like, maybe like an experience or something that you have seen, like, what is something you can give a younger woman and you advice on that piece of like loving themselves per se, maybe not just trauma bonding, like just loving themselves. Um, for me, I would say boundaries is your best friend. Um, make sure you set boundaries and stick to them. 
Um, follow your intuition. Stop giving people chance after chance after chance. People show you who, are the, who they are the first time. And when they show you who they are, believe them. Um, you you have a voice. Use your voice. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, at least for me in my 20s. Like in my early 20s, I felt like I gave people chance after chance after chance after chance. Um, or thinking, okay, this person's going to change, or I'll help this person change, or this person's going to grow, and I and I see all this potential that this person has. Um, and going off of, I know a lot of people talk about this, but going off of potential instead of who the person is in front of you. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be my advice, is just to go along with what you feel, like follow your intuition, set those boundaries, and stick to them. What about you, Ms. Kay? Girl, you just said a lot of good ones. <laughs> um let me see. What would I say to a young woman about loving herself? I would have to piggyback on the boundaries and like just not going with the potential. Don't ignore those red flags. Um, it's hard because there's so many things that we go through and we have to learn and, and kind of grow from those experiences. But I would definitely say that and hope that they could um, take that and go somewhere. I wish somebody would have told me, but then again, like, was I ready to hear that? But yeah, I would definitely piggyback on um, boundaries and um, just red flags and potential. Yep. All right, ladies, I appreciate you guys taking a little bit of time to speak with Morning Mimosas. Um, where can our viewers find the thir- the Chapter 30 podcast? So we're everywhere. Um, like Queen T said earlier, we're on YouTube, the Chapter 30 podcast. Um, we're on Patreon. Hold on, because I'd be forgetting. What's our Patreon, T? The Chapter 30 podcast. <laughs> the Chapter 30 podcast. We're on Instagram, the Chapter 30 podcast. We're on Facebook, Queen TK. We're on TikTok, the Chapter 30 podcast. So, yeah, basically almost everywhere, the Chapter 30 podcast. But, um, yeah, come on over and have a listen. All right, you guys heard it first. So, guys, this is the podcast that you guys always see me sharing on Instagram. They don't, they don't know that I do that. Thank but, you so um, much. I'm sharing you guys on my story and stuff. So, this is what you guys need. Too late. The Chapter Thirty Podcast. Well, you guys heard from them today. Um, once again, ladies, I want to thank you guys on for coming for coming on a new podcast. We totally appreciate you guys supporting us. We're going to continue to support y'all. Y'all, this is what it looks like when women support each other. Y'all, for real, for real. Definitely. It was um, such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, you guys. As you guys know, Morning Mimosas, we put value in criminal justice, promoting healing and education in the Black community. You guys stay tuned for what we got going next. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you.